Hey, folks. Sorry about last week. Lo siento. <clears throat> we got a good show for you this week. It's all right. It's not. It, it's okay. Uh, we did another Sunday show. So I like your to, list. You don't have to lie to Alan about what time we recorded on a weekday. Tuesday at 12.30 in the morning. <laughs> or at, well, afternoon. Yeah, we had a list of things we discussed. We learned about how coronavirus got started, all thanks to Eastern Medicine. Hence the title. <laughs> we uh, we watched Blow. Made mention of it like uh, uh, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Wrapped the show up on some Sopranos talk, so it's finally paid off for Matt in Perth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ninety five episodes later, you finally got there. Yeah, finally got into some. We did request more information though we, we, from Matt, so send that via email. Well, we, yeah, we're I trying missed, to put this box together. I missed the email, so I'm gonna have to go back and and read it. Yeah, you have to. Go, that's pretty good. What else are we talking? Just about? gotta get a head count and an age. We had some McDonald's <laughs> breakfast. Not not loving it. it. I did not love it. Not loving it. Yeah, but I needed something because I'm about to go play golf. So yeah, I probably could have done with just the hash brown. The unwrapped hash brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we talk about? It was all over the place, as usual. We got some history. We found out that Tara Reed and Matlin Ward are on an Instagram post together, which means... No. No, Riley Reed. Riley Reed. I always get... It's bad. I wouldn't confuse those two. No, no, not those one, two. Remember, I called her Rodney <laughs> Riley, or Riley Rodney one time. I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> okay, you imagine, like... You're having a, a sex dream where you're having sex with Riley Reed, <laughs> and then she turns into Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. <laughs> no respect. I can't believe it. Oh, I'm gonna come. Put me in the fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck me in my ass. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna come. Hey, don't come on my face, you know. <laughs> no respect. Hey, don't get it in my head. <laughs> I told my wife, don't come in my face, you know. <laughs> By the way, I'm surprised you forgot the Shuckham's oyster. I did. I'm calm. I'm calm. That uh, Brian's friend in Florida took a picture of that, screen grabbed it, and sent it to him. Hi, I'm calm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. I admittedly forgot that. Yeah. I did. But enjoy the episode. We'll be back next Sunday for another edition. I think we're coming up on 100. It's getting close. We're coming up on the century mark. Supposedly, I remember at one point saying, we won't do a one-year anniversary. We'll do we'll a 100-show 100 100. Yeah. party. But no one's going to come. No one's going to come. But we'll make it a party in here. Enjoy your week. W-F-U-C-K. The bam. Holla. Why you think that about Asians? But I, mean, I, I don't know if that's racist, but it sounds racist. Mike's had a good one from Tom Tom Segura's podcast. As soon as they started recording, Tom goes, "Dude, Black History Month's already been decided. You can't vote on it." <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Mm. So I'm just gonna go back and edit this. Well, it's been a while. It's been a while since we. It's, one, it's fucking. Freezing today. I, yeah, but you know in what? the office. It's nicer. It's nice. It's, I prefer this over it getting hot and muggy. In here. Do you like my Marty McFly? <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I have a black one of those. Yeah, these things are so comfortable. Little. Uh, anyway, what, what do you call these? It's a down vest. A down vest. I knew. I knew you'd it's know. Probably not real down. I don't think they make. I don't know. It is soft anymore. as fuck, though. It's they have, but they have good synthetic down now. That's that's pretty close. That's to what I like. I like that good synthetic down. Uh, but we haven't e- eaten in a while. So sorry, putting it on airplane mode. We haven't eaten in a while in the pod. And it's a good and band named Synthetic Up and Down. Synthetic Down. Uh, I, I was going to see um, 
if you if you were ready to do the Sean breakfast, you know the egg the egg the um, what's it called? I don't know. No, no, no. You do. We talked about it the uh, just yesterday. Cakes. The, yeah. What do you call that though? It's called like the. I don't know. Hotcakes. They call them hotcakes. I don't know. It had a special. Okay, yeah, a hash brown. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I looked in the bag just now, <clears throat> and I noticed they just kind of just uh, sausage. They threw the hash brown in there with the little wrapper, yeah, but not not uh, inside of it. Not in the wrapper. Hey, right. So, and I I went with the egg white McMuffin, and it looks like. I got the regular. No, well, I just actually like it, and I think they just gave me the mm. the regular. If you look at these things, these things are just not appealing looking. McDonald's breakfast, I mean, McDonald's is gross. But, it's not. But McDonald's breakfast is the grossest. Do you know why I get this sandwich? I just, I, I've, I've known this for a long time because I had a few friends that worked at McDonald's for years. Okay. So... The, I'm going to give people the Genesis story behind the Egg McMuffin. And by the way, McDonald's, please do subscribe because tomorrow, if you download their app, you too can get an Egg McMuffin for free. They're not a sponsor. I just heard this on the radio. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to race there. First yeah, thing. Only for the Egg McMuffin. Yeah. This was created by a franchisee in California in the 60s. He was trying, or uh, excuse me, the 70s. He was trying to create, I guess, his franchise's version of the... Um, Oh fuck me! The fancy f- Benedict, eggs Benedict. Mm. You see, do you see what he was going for? And this is the only sandwich. Is there hollandaise sauce on that sandwich? No, they just put, <laughs> they replaced it with cheese. <laughs> but this is the only sandwich that they're cra- they're actually cracking a real egg. Mm. So they crack a real egg into this little tef. He, the guy that created that also created this little Teflon ring that they put on their fryers, on their flat tops that they crack the egg into. So, I don't know. Something about having knowing that an egg was cracked. If I'm going to eat a McDonald's sandwich, something about yeah, the cracking want, of an egg. You want a high school dropout to mm-hmm. crack an egg for your breakfast. <laughs> That's not fair. Because <laughs> this looks like a Mexican immigrant. Mira, mira, mira. Por favor, crack the egg. No, 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 no. no. Real, real eggs. Mira, mira, mira. What are we watching? Blow. Oh, okay. You've mentioned you wanted to do blow before, and it's interesting timing because I've been really balls deep into um, cocaine. No, well, kind of um, narco, narcos. Oh yeah, I keep getting told to watch that. So but. it's not great. I, I watched the the Colombian one, the first one, just called Narcos, it's and a- I got about a season or two into it. Very good, bloody as fuck, very violent, and you kind of get bored with that. So I got away from it for a while, and then I heard that they did Narcos. Mexico, mm-hmm. and I definitely wanted to see that one because I knew that they were going to take it the way I thought they would, which is explaining how we've gotten here, how we've gotten to a Mexico that's essentially run. I mean, it's the world's largest, seems it, the world's largest criminal syndicate. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an entire country run by cartels. Right. So it explains how it got there. Build that wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I got a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> is this one of the things you wrote down? No, I thought of it the other day, though. What if Donald Trump was like, you know what? This wall thing's not working out. Turns out people can climb it. It blows over it when the wind comes. Yeah. You know, the you know, the fact that the majority of the people didn't vote for me, they don't like it, it's not really good. So why don't we le- release coronavirus? Mm. And once it comes to the US, Mexicans won't want to come here anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we infect ourselves with coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep the Mexicans out. Because oh. if you heard, have you heard it's in Mexico? Mm. I haven't. I heard he's talking about shutting the border, though. Well, yeah, yeah, there is that. I I just wonder. I I that thought came to me sort of humor in a humorous fashion because I was thinking like I wonder what the coronavirus conspiracy theories are because mm. you know there are some. Um, like my father-in-law just last night was saying, uh, he said to me, like, you know that one Chinese guy that died, who the doctor who was like in his 30s, he didn't die from coronavirus. They killed him. It's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> but, it's, but it's a conspiracy theory. We are talking about mainland China. We're like, oh, we don't like what you're saying. Pop. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. I don't know. what I. I don't. It's kind of fucked up to say this, but like. You've seen V for Vendetta. I love that movie because it's it's so factually based on how that would actually go down as far as releasing a viral a viral container or a viral um, disease upon your own mm-hmm. in order to create a false enemy that you then rally around to, to consolidate power. That's yeah. exactly how those things operate. Yeah, but I think you'd have to be more clever. And Trump and his administration are so fucking stupid <laughs> that I don't think they could pull it off. I don't think they've probably the conversations probably had by almost every administration. Like, not that they're gonna do that, but that nefarious ways to get things done. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily doing it like V for Vendetta, but it requires a level of a creativity and imagination that I just don't think that establishment possesses. You know. Yeah. Which is why I've always said I'm not really afraid of those guys. They do things that are fucked up, yada, yada, yada. All kinds of politicians do things that are fucked up. I'm more concerned with the person that's, like, pandering and is in the inner circle or has the ear of who the, whoever they need to but is also brilliant and sadistic mm-hmm. and power-hungry all at the same time. That's Stephen like Stephen Miller. I don't know what Stephen <laughs> Miller wants. The guy just, I don't think, he doesn't strike me as someone who wants to dominate the world. Um, to eat babies? <coughs> I think that's what he wants. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Did you see my post last night? About, and this is... I feel bad, because I'm glad Matt's not on... Or we're not FB friends, because, like, I was just trying to get basic ideas for mm-hmm. his gift package, right? Because, right. I, you know, I said in the post, I was like, I'm looking to do put something together. We've never been to Atlanta. And I kind of mentioned, said, all I got so far is some King of Pops t-shirts... Claremont Lounge trinkets. Girl Scout cookies. Girl, well, I didn't say that because that's an, that's not really Atlanta, you know. And then I was thinking, we throw in like, um, you know, I can I can, I realize Leah has a vac sealer, so I could vac seal a varsity pie, or like Dad said, a canned of varsity chili. It's a little heavy. So mm-hmm. but I ask people for advice, and all of a sudden they think that my Australian friend Matt is a third, is like a you know a fifty-two-year-old housewife from Monroe, Georgia, that wants like coasters that say the Fox Theater on it. <laughs> and they're telling me all these stores. I look up the I look up the stores, and I'm like, guys, this is literally where retirees shop on Tuesdays. This is not. I don't. I'm not buying <laughs> something to take to bridge. To the bridge game later. I'm not taking something. Get to, him a red hat so he can join the red hat club. Seriously. <laughs> I, I, get him a copy of Fried Green Tomatoes signed by the author. No. What the fuck? I don't, this is not gifts for your mom. Send him Gone with the Wind on Blu-ray. Someone said a brick from centi- or a brick from somewhere. I was like, you going to pay for that shipping, you dickhead? <laughs> Do y'all not understand how this works? It's like people don't have a concept 
of how mail works. If I'm mailing something to Australia and I'm putting bricks in it and jars of chili, <laughs> we're, we're getting heavy fast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I didn't participate in it. I was tired. I just saw someone said, I knew what was coming too. Sending bad traffic. I even put in the comments, I said, I'm going to, I'll, I'll laugh at your smart ass <laughs> jokes. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Send him bad traffic. <laughs> Send him a red state that's governed by a black uh, mayor in the city of Atlanta. Send him all the early onset diabetes because of our sweet tea. <laughs> send him run the jewels. <laughs> well, that'd actually be cool. <laughs> Just send him Killer Mike. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Someone did say send an outcast CD. I had that thought. I might do that, Matt. I do need to know how many kids he's got. Do you remember how many kids? Seven. I don't know. It's all girls, though, right? I think so. I think he has three or four. I need, like, that number and sizes, because I want to send some KOP shirts. Not that you've ever... I felt I like... you said KOP shirts. Is that what we're going to send his, his children uh, Claremont Lounge t-shirts? No, well? that's the point. I could, <laughs> we can't very well include a Claremont Lounge shirt for Matt. Right. And then send three other Claremont Lounge shirts. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Like, here's a coaster for your daughter's room <laughs> from the Claremont Lounge. <laughs> oh, man. Here's, here's a, a picture of our favorite. This is Candy B. Here's a lava lamp from the original Claremont Lounge <laughs> before they had to renovate it and, you know, get the cockroach. <clears throat> for your eldest daughter, we have this used condom we found in the parking lot of the Claremont Lounge. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> yeah, can you use his email? Yeah. Saying his daughter's listening to the show. I was like, Jesus Christ, Matt. Oh, I didn't see this email. He sent us the thing with his address on it. I don't know. I didn't see this. And it was hilarious because in there, he's like, at the end, he's like, oh, also, if you're wondering about the name, that's my daughter. She listens to the pod, so she would get a real tickle out of receiving a package. And I said, <laughs> I was reading it, and I was like, what the fuck? And then he put it, he, she's only heard the clean stuff, so two minutes out of 99,000 or whatever. He's, I can't remember the quote, but I was like, what? What part would have entertained a child and been clean enough? <laughs> Can you imagine any of our scenarios? Oh my God, Dad, Riley Reed's butthole. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Dad goes to Guar. <laughs> <laughs> What's Guar? This bitch shit her pants. Like, what, what, where in this? Kills Mini Bear. You know, like, maybe kills Mini Bear. Maybe? The fact that like, <laughs> now, now I'm picturing like, a, like 1940s America, but modern day Australia family the, gathering you know what? around the podcast yeah, I know. to listen. And they probably, if there was a section, the, the, the golden monkeys of Charleston from last week might have done it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The sun monkeys. The sun monkeys. Yeah. The golden, yes, the sun monkeys of Charleston. I swear to God, I want to create a Facebook post of a group. I want to get a Facebook group together, the Sun Monkeys of Charleston, yeah. and see if we can get a similar following to that Folly Beach, just nonsense, just drivel. Hey, look, I found a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm still getting over this uh, lingering cold, man. Lingering. Yeah. I'm happy to say I haven't caught it from you, despite two weeks in a row. Now, I don't think, this is not catchy. This is just, like I said, it's like I... It's all gone. It's just like a, the little bit of a runny nasal and a mm. lingering cough. I love that woman that plays her his early girlfriend. His first girlfriend. She's yeah. in the movie called Run, Lola, Run. Have mm. you ever seen this? No. We should tell the listeners. We're watching Blow. We're, we did. Already. We did? Yeah. Okay. Um, you, I'm surprised you hadn't seen that, if I was being honest, because it's like right up your... I just thought you would have uh, given when it came out. This would have been like... 
late 90s or in that glory years of like maybe even mid to late 90s. So like, remember the movie Hackers? Yeah. It's got a very Hackers meets Fifth Element without like the sci-fi vibe to it. But she's the main character and in the entire movie... Um, look, like, look it up for a second. While we, I would run, Lola, run, 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 Lola, run. It's like a contiguous action shot, if I remember correctly. We watched it in a drama class, and she had to edit it. Mm. But it's a German film, mm. at 1998. Yeah, yeah visually and conceptually <clears throat> impressive film. Looks like uh, the Germans were like, "Hey, let's make a fifth element of our own." Uh, it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you see my point though? But without the sci, it's got some element that makes it weird, but it's not sci-fi. And she is incredible in this movie. And that's mm. like the, she's also just kind of, you know, awesome hot in a 90s way. She's very 90s hot. Well, this. At least this guy is 100% German. Like, there's no hiding. Like, if you didn't tell me the movie was German, <laughs> I looked at the like, oh, this is a German film. <laughs> How'd you know? Because of this, this guy. Because of that guy. Because his face is German. Yeah. But anyway, she's, you know, and of course, she's also in, uh, She's in the Bourne Identities. She's a very, very sexy lady. The Bourne so. movies. The Bourne films. Um, <clears throat> but this is supposed to be Manhattan Beach. That's right there. Manhattan Beach. No, that's Manhattan Beach. Oh, okay. Um, I've but, seen this movie about a hundred times. Can I know it? Because that's where the folks lived, and we were talking about how George Young, one, you know, forty years ago, used to run these beaches with his weed sales. With his, with his devil's lettuce. I gotta be honest. That just. This is the scene in the film when they're on the beach and it's just the life. You got the Cal- you're on Manhattan Beach well, in California. You're not allowed to do this in California anymore. Not well. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why it's all. You just set up a campfire, put some chairs out, I mean, smoke a I'm, fuckload of I weed. I just saw a dog. There's people with glass bottled beer smoking with a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Like the the politicians that run California, if they they probably don't even watch this movie because it probably like, give them a fucking aneurysm. Mm. Like, what are you doing? It's a beach. You can't do anything that people like to do on beaches. Mm-hmm. You're just supposed to sit there and think about the environment. <laughs> think about the environment. <laughs> just think. <laughs> you said you had a... Uh, I was impressed, by the way. I wrote things down. You wrote things down. One of them I'm going to have to... We're going to have to save sex for because the note, the source information is on my phone. So we'll skip that. Today one. I want to I want to preface today's won't be the longest. I, I actually do have yeah. a set time I have to depart right, you gotta by. Babysit. No, no, actually I this is a big day for me. Oh, I've been looking forward to this day a lot because Sundays have become pod days and I like that. So I get up super early <laughs> and V's all playful. So I rustled around in there. We farted around and goofed around from like I don't know six forty five to seven fifteen. Got up, made a cup of coffee. Was coming here, yeah. Do our thing, and I'm going to play a round of golf mm. with the boys. Mm. And then I, I get to go to Costco. That that part not so much, but it's uh, I don't mind Costco on Sundays. Good sample days. Ooh, Costco on the weekends though, just sucks. It, it kind of sounds coronavirusy. If I'm being honest, I just thought about that. Like yeah. it's going to be very coronavirusy well, a on Sunday. From every nation there. On that's the my problem. <laughs> you, while we're on it, I know you have a list, and we have yeah. things. <laughs> I, I admonished myself for a, a bit of racism this week, mm. and I want to address it. You patted yourself on the back? No, admonished would mean to, you know, get on to myself. Okay. If you did something wrong, I'd admonish you for doing it and recommend you do better next time. Okay. I was, at a, I was out and about, and I don't remember exactly. It was just in a busy place. I can't tell you. It was busy during the work week now, and I can't quite recall. But I saw some Asians. And one of them was wearing a mask. The other one wasn't. Mm. But I just turned 
much hard right <laughs> to avoid these people. And I remember thinking the only reason I'm doing that is because mm-hmm. of this corona shit. Because my mom went crazy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we can get into this. She went fucking nuts. She's on Amazon trying to order the masks, right? The, the even, K, though the, the KR95 even though the doctors say these masks are going to be ineffective there's against a, Corona. There's the one in the article. Or CVD19 or whatever it's called. The one in the article that I shared, there is one that they say will block 97% of everything airborne. It's like the KR95, <sighs> and you can't get them anymore because people are freaking out and they're buying them up. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, and, um, oh, crap. Um, yeah, so she went nuts, and then she was making multiple runs to the store and telling us we had to have, I had to go get dog food. I said, I just bought dog food and cat food, and she said, well, you need enough t- to be in your house for a month. And I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? And she was like, oh, she goes, she runs on the virus, and she starts talking about everything she sees. Do we have enough peanut butter? And I start getting fucking panicked, just thinking like, is she okay? But then also like, this is stupid. Do I need to go get groceries? The so next day mm-hmm. I go out and spend hundred dollars in groceries <laughs> on canned goods. I'm in there like a fucking, like a prepper. Yeah. Thinking to myself, oh, I know where I have a bag of bags of beef jerky. It was just absurd. Yeah. Like for twelve hours, she had me in a mild panic, and I was like, you know what? If this is gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Yeah. If I have this much food, it's not ever gonna be enough food. I could go to Kroger right now and spend five hundred and not have enough to. You know, bunker down. I'm gonna have to kill. Yeah. You know, r- kill to eat. It's like right. the rest of us. If, if the shit hits the fan. Assuming the I go the online. Coronavirus hasn't infected the deer. Right. I go online. <laughs> fucking hey, that would suck. Yeah. You survive the first part, and you don't realize all oh, the animals caught it all too. So mm-hmm. by ingesting, no. So then I go online, and just for curiosity's sake, because I'm watching her go crazy. I look up, and I was watching The Office, and that's the only reason I did it, because it's a great episode where lice infects The Office, and Dwight comes in in his hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what is that? Is it a hazardous material suit or hazmat suit? Mm-hmm. Listen, if you rent more than four times a year, it just makes more sense to buy. <laughs> so he owns his own. I looked that up. I was like, oh, can you really? And yeah. Of course. You can yeah. get a hazmat suit for t- as little as 200 that you can clearly see the brakes. Yeah. I love that. Like, you're charging me 200 but nothing about this is actually... There's like holes in your suit. You've literally made a mesh. <laughs> Anyways, but you all the way up to like ten thousand. Yeah. Right. So I went to the medium grade. I said like, what's a twenty five hundred twenty five hundred dollar hazmat suit? It's pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It'll protect you against pretty much everything as long as you're not stupid. Yeah. Look down to order it like because of surge. It's like. There's yeah. a, like, Surge, I would have thought the $200 suit, which they did have a back order on that one as well, yeah. but I would have thought that one would have, but for a Surge, for people to be back ordered on a $2,500 hazmat suit, yeah. I mean. If you own a hazmat store, it kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like if you own a gun store. And you love elect, this and shit. And they elect Barack Obama president, you're like, oh, holy fuck, I'm going to sell some guns. <laughs> Can you imagine the people there that the day after that? They, they definitely were like, oh, shit, Obama. But, no, 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 no. but then they, fuck, yeah. I can raise the price of the Glock 19 to 700. <laughs> Take all the ammo off the shelves. Tell them we're out of stock and we'll get it to them, but it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Tell, tell them, the, tell them the, the liberal Democrats came in and took the ammo. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, if you own a prepper store. This right. is just the time for you. <laughs> I, li- I like going to those stores without issues. Leah knows that there was like a Saturday not so long ago, maybe a year or two, we were riding up 41. I don't remember what the purpose of it was just to get out. And we stopped in two of these places. I, I was like, hey, they're really close. Hodge, one of them. Huh? Hodge, the Army Navy surplus store. I believe so. But that's yeah. like the real like 
like old timey. Yeah. The, the, so there's an old timey that one mm-hmm. where you can literally buy like badges and and <clears throat> whittling knives right. all the way up to like toy guns. <clears throat> and then there's this other place that's more of a preparedness yeah, store. Yeah, towards Canton Highway. Yeah. yeah. And that place is legit. Like that place you go in, you buy stocks of freeze-dried MREs, mm-hmm. guns, rifles, ammos, all that stuff. But that's like very... That is legitimate prepper shit. They're yeah. not. They're not selling you like I said, bows and arrows <laughs> that have you know like kid store shit. This right. is not that. Uh, I like both, but that one we went in there and I was like, yeah, this is pretty badass, and you can see why people, you know, get ready. Because mm. it definitely feels better to have food. But she went fucking nuts, man. And I was like, I can't live like this. And Leah had to finally shut her up. Yeah, she was finally like, I, you gotta shut up. She even said it. Like you gotta stop. This is. You're working yourself up into a tissy. Yeah, I, I have I have yet to really experience any real sense of panic over it. Just because every everything I keep reading as far as like new uh, responsible articles trying to um, quell the panic is explain that a the people that are dying from it were either elderly or already sick with something else. Mm. It doesn't even really seem to be impacting children in the regions where it's it's really bad. It's just elderly people and adults. That was good on SNL last night too. On the cold opening, they had all the all the politicians that are battling out right now, pretty Mm -hmm. much up there. Not the real ones, of course, but and Colin Mm -hmm. Joseph. They were talking about Corona because it was a whole Mike Pence was leading the charge thing. Yeah, and snake handling. Colin Joseph was like, "Are y'all okay? No, but like for real, because y'all are pretty much the target of this of this virus. (laughs) Just y'all." Yeah, he he made your point. Like no one else is dying, but your demographics. Yeah. So are you all okay? Yeah, it's almost like nature was just like, we need to clear some elderly folks out. Let's release a virus. I mean, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I just, at one point I was like, listen, it's this, it's like the snowstorm thing. Like mm. we're, we're about to get hammered with 10 inches and down comes like a little bit of wet rain. It's, well, and I hope that's not, Yeah. I hope that's not me and me in short side and this thing's about to sweep the world. And, and kill 70% all of a sudden. But right now they said, what is it, like a 2% mortality rate? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah you're, your chances of surviving it if you're otherwise healthy are 98%. If you're a healthy, regular, you know, middle-aged person, uh, <clears throat> it's just like catching the flu or a bad cold. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. They're, in that responsible Nerdist article, they were saying, all this is is another version of the it, flu it'll stay around or the cold we'll, and, we'll and, be getting this yeah, like people will say hey what are you are you sick yeah I got a little bit of that corona damn it <laughs> yeah eventually <laughs> it won't just be cold and flu season it'll be cold and flu and COVID-19 COVID-19 season. which by the way I, I know you commented that's why I, I called it low hanging fruit because it was but this 38% of Americans or 38% believe drinking corona beer is bad for you right now <laughs> I, it can't be true, right? That's got to be. Uh, even I will say the media sometimes. <laughs> yeah. where, where are they? Where's the poll? Right. I want to see the numbers on this. Like, sure, surely, if if sales in Corona are dipping, it's mm. because factors are contributing outside of CVD nineteen. That mm. being, it's fucking the dead of winter. Right. Corona. That's not number one. Number one is. Like they also said on SNL last night, it's also because it tastes like hot garbage. <laughs> so is it the combination of hot garbage not? That's why in, you put the lime in it. Not in not in the summertime <laughs> when those things are acceptable yeah. by a pool or a beach maybe. Yeah. But like it's just a hot garbage beer and it's worst time of the year mm-hmm. with a virus now called coronavirus. Yeah. I see that. But like do people, 
is that really making them stop drinking it, or we just? I mean, this this goes to what you were saying before when you were racist towards the Asians. I've doubled down, like kind of like when I get nauseous, I eat ice cream. I'm going towards the Asians. (laughs) I'm gonna inoculate myself. But hey, come breathe on me for a second. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just lick my cheeks. Just have an Asian lick your cheek. We went to a hibachi restaurant last night. I'm like, look at all these Asian people. Like we're put, we are putting ourselves in the path of the storm, but we're gonna be fine. No, I, I, I hadn't I, thought about that. To I, put yourself like, let's just just go down Buford Highway. Just walk, <laughs> walk, do a mile. The, every time this happens, they should run a, the Buford Five K yeah. for sickness, where yeah. we just the, the inoculation Five K, yeah. touch an Asian Five K. Well, that got better. <laughs> that, that aged better. Touch an Asian Five K. <laughs> just have the convenience store owner with the dead tooth cop, <laughs> and uh, and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the dead tooth five k. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you, I love to eat on Meaford Highway for the the authenticity mm-hmm. for all of it. But with that authenticity, does come an authentic way of watching some of those folks eat. Yeah, you've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> it's uh, it's happened more yeah. and more. I I've, I eat all, I eat over there a lot, and when you. When some of these guys tuck in mm-hmm. for lunch, I, I often wonder, like, do they not get a lunch? Are they literally told you have, you know, to shovel this in? Because mm. I, it's a little disturbing, but nonetheless. Well, let's save sex for a second because I want to find, since we're on the coronavirus topic, that's what I have to pull up from my phone because I can't find it on the desktop. So we'll save sex and then we'll come back. All right, we're back. And uh, I'm going to read this. Because I, in part of the things that I read about coronavirus... Oh, the pangolin? The pangolin scale, along with bats, is thought to be the source of all this. Pangolins are badass, too. And so, I was like, well, what... And the article went on to explain that pangolin scale is part of Chinese medicine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like, know where you're going with like, this. oh, okay, good. Yeah, good, 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 good. So, good. I'm going to read this for a moment, and I'm a terrible reader, so you want me to, Do you want me to do it? I'm happy to do it. I love to read. No, because I'm planning on... I'm really putting some inflection on some things okay. here. Okay. <laughs> I'm having right the other. The pangolin, or scaly anteater, is the most primitive of Chinese mammals, and although it is fully protected by the law and the colony and the island of Hong Kong, the demand for its scales makes more extensive... Demand for, for its carcass. Oh, carcass. Makes more uh, extensive protection in South China Ta-ha. necessary. Ta-ha. <laughs> it's a tough one. Tough. Oh, the. <laughs> the animal itself isn't eaten, but a greater danger arises from the belief that the scales have medicinal value. Fresh scales are never used, but dried scales are roasted, ashed, cooked in oil, butter, vinegar, boy's <laughs> urine, <laughs> boys or urine. roasted with oyster <laughs> shells to cure a variety of ills. <laughs> Amongst these ills are excessive nervousness and hysterical crying in children or women possessed by devils and ogres. Malarial fever and deafness. Now, I don't need to read the rest of it because after I read that, I said out loud, thanks, Eastern medicine. Fucking, why send a woman possessed by a devil or an ogre to an American doctor who could prescribe a pharmaceutical drug when you could boil some animal scale in boy piss and fix it that way? 
thanks, Chinese medicine. <laughs> immediately after I said that out loud, similar to the Muslim thing from a couple of weeks ago, what fucking year is it? It's 2020, and you've got people in the largest country in the world poaching fucking Chinese armadillos so they can boil their scales and piss to get children to stop crying. Boys piss is the best part. Should you... Just child's boys urine. Boys okay. urine, specifically. It's just like, you have to have a designated... Chongqi! Ha ha ta! It's like... I have more respect for like hippie moms that want to fix it with crystals now because at least yeah. that, that's less stupid. That's not spreading disease. Yeah. It's like, so if pangolin scale trade is the, where this bacteria came from that is sweeping the world with flu, and we have fucking dumb Chinese Eastern philosophy medicine to thank for. It. It's like, has there ever been, like, if I was Big Pharma, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> this is a win, I'm yeah. Sorry, like, oh, you're mad that we took some lobbyist money? Well, you know what we didn't do? We didn't start coronavirus by boiling scales and pee. God bless. So I, once, I, once I read that. I love like, any, any culture where the pangolin, it, it's only effective for the women possessed. Which like, insinuates that only women right, are possessed. By devils and ogres. Yeah, no, devils I didn't know an ogre and ogres possess you. That's honestly, I'll take the devil, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I don't want I don't an ogre. I don't my body for an ogre. Yeah, and what is that? But yeah, Chinese medicine, man. Chinese like, thanks, medicine. Chinese medicine. I just like, I wanted to go to the nearest hippie drugstore and be like, yeah, thanks for selling people fucking root to fix their problem and whatever else. Well, now hold on. If you go to an herbal, I have an herbal store in our house. I, I like this guy very much. He's not getting his stuff from China. This stuff comes from like all over the place. Can you, can you imagine? Uh, doctor, I have a sore throat. Here, drink boy pee. Well, now, my. Yeah, yeah come here. Come here, boy. Drink hey, some, this. Drink some boy pee. Yeah, you're gonna need an ear nail and some boy pee. What? An ear nail. An ear nail. Uh, Here, fix it with some pangolin scale. A pangolin scale. Mm. I mean, it's no different than thinking, you know, we used to, to bleed people. Yeah, I know. Again, it's 2020. We don't do that I know. anymore. I know, I know that, I know that. But Western like, society. To think about like an age, I mean, <clears throat> it would be unfortunate if this thing turned out to be legitimate and, and it, it leads to World War Z and all mm. because a couple of backwards dickheads in, yeah, in, in, in rural China. There's, there's some 55-year-old Chinese man like, <laughs> Doctor, I, my wife is possessed by <laughs> Here, have her drink this. Make tea with this dried pangolin scale that I boiled in boy urine. And the ochre will be Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, by the way, be careful to not touch it directly or you could spread a worldwide plague. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Don't listen to Western medicine. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> All the things that like li like progressives and liberals worldwide could complain about Western society, the rise of the far right and all these countries, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, Western society is not fucking spreading disease because of pangolin scale and like circumcising women because, you know, they're or, and all the other shit that the fucking circumcising women, the third world countries, the Muslim countries, this one, the ones that still believe in just nonsense, bullshit, religion, Ladies and, gentlemen, and everything else. This is just... why the golden voice doesn't travel. <laughs> no, I don't. Cause the more you read so it, China, the the China's world, out. China's always been out, well, but it's uh, extra out it's now. It's extra out now. Oh man. Oh, my stomach hurts. Here, rub monkey foot on your belly. Here you go. Here, here's a hypothetical. Here's a hypothetical. You get, you get one of the $200 hazmat suits. Covers your face, but it's definitely got some creaks in it. 
No way. Hold on. Answer is no. Hold on. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, it's still no. You ha- you're given, like, is you're basically wrapped in Lysol mm-hmm. in the in the in the spaces that have holes in the suit. So you're I'm really protected. And covered in Purell. Shover- like covered. Reynolds. Yeah, you are Frank Reynolds in yeah. the suit, covered in Purell, and all you have to do is just sit for 24 hours in the in the you can sit anywhere in the middle of Wuhan China mm-hmm. for 24 you middle of the street yeah. never see another person yeah. you just have to sit there for 24 hours for 10 million dollars no nope you you don't have to, in order to get there you fly only by yourself in a plane <laughs> automated <laughs> who's, who's funding an this? Auto, the United States government weird experiment oh okay like, i they, do it in the $2500 hazmat suit but not the holy one Okay. <laughs> That's fair. And I get to keep it on the whole time. Yeah, no, it's just 24 I hours. catheter. I want a catheter so I can pee in the hold suit. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. The $200 suit's a big part of this. Because I said you can have all the Lysol you want. You can wrap yourself in all the hand sanitizer, the yeah, wraps. It's an easy no. Anything you want to do. Hold no. $50 million. I'm, no, because if I get, if, if coronavirus. $50 million, comes, you can just buy yourself out of the coronavirus. They'll transplant everything. They'll just move blood over. They'll... How did uh, Magic Johnson cured AIDS with like <laughs> mulched up cash? They slowed it down. They didn't, act, they didn't cure it necessarily. It's a long time to have HIV, dog. Yeah, I, well. What are we coming up on? Like yeah. 35 years? It's not worth the risk. The man's a billionaire. It's not worth the risk. $50 million. Because yeah, if you end up with like the fucking mutant version of it because it, it uh, <laughs> metastasized in, in, in Wuhan. The overlord it, version yeah, that started I'm, turning us into no, monsters. No. We've got friends who got married the same year we did, and they, I guess, took an early 10-year anniversary trip to Italy, and they're there now. And I was like, fuck, I would not have gone. It's like, it's hmm. in Milan. It's killed Italians. Like, I was like, sorry, they're Italian like, old people, though, like we said. Regardless, I mean. I'm like, why would you, and, and this couple in particular, they've got like five young kids. It does seem like tempting the fate a bit. Like, like why are you going? But they're like, hon, we, we've already put the deposit down. It's, it's like, yeah, well, you lo- now you lose the deposit because fucking plague is over on that side of the world. It's like, it's like if, you were, if you were a Chinese tourist in the 13th century or the 14th century, you're like, oh, we've had this book to, to go to Italy for so long. But I hear, so having some... All of a sudden, he turned into a German. That was weird. I was trying not to be so racist with the Chinese. But anyways, it's like finding out a tourist, you're like, oh, shit, I've had this... Booked to Italy for months, but I'm hearing that something called the bubonic plague is sweeping the nation over yes, there. Yes, but boat trip unrefunded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I brought it back. Yeah. Boat no, trip not refundable. No, like, if, if I, I, I wouldn't care. Like, it's our 10-year anniversary, and if we had had the money and the responsibility... Are y'all doing anything? No, because we're going to a fucking wedding in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow, nothing says excitement. Yeah, I my the guy I take photos for um, for his suit company is like, what are you doing for your ten years? You going some more fun? I said, well, we were talking about Italy, and then you know I threw out the idea of just New York City for a week because it'll be you know decent time of year in March. Yeah, we talked about uh, going to a city we've never been to together, like Chicago or Portland, Oregon. I don't know, but we settled on Raleigh, North Carolina, because mm. who doesn't want to spend their tenth year of marriage uh, anniversary? Uh, in Durham. Mm, Raleigh, Durham. The Tri-Cities. <laughs> it's a real blast up there. No, she's got a cousin getting married. It, and it, what the real, the real pain in the dick is our anniversary 
falls on a Thursday. So mm. it's the perfect four-day weekend mm. anniversary. We're talking about all these things we can go do. Ah, there's a wedding on that Sunday. Punched in the dick. You gotta drive to Durham. Jeez Louise, that sucks. It's a school night for Adelaide. Oh, and it's a no-kid wedding, well, so they can't even go. On a more go. positive note, how did her big third interview go? Um... She felt really good about it when it was when it was over. She was there for over two hours. She met with everybody that works in the office. They were all very complimentary. One of the designers that she would be work, working the closest with was like, he answered every question I had for you perfectly. It's not up to me if you get the job, but I'm definitely putting in a good word for you. She got great vibes from the place. She even said that uh, the girl who would ultimately do the hiring, she's like, this was a very Larry David moment, or it could have been. She's like, I felt like when we got done and I was leaving that she went to hug me and I misread and I gave her a handshake and I walked out and I immediately felt bad because I misread the she the language for going in for a hug. It's like, you could have really Larry David at that moment if you like went back and go, I felt like you went in for the hug and I misread for the handshake. I don't want there to be a rift between us. You know, I need this jump. So if you want to hug, you, know, you could have really Larry David at it. But... Um, <coughs> Went well, and the guy So we that, just haven't heard yet? The guy that recruited her sent her an email later that day or the next morning. said, you, you know, you should hear something from us in 24 to 48 hours. And the girl who does the hiring said, don't panic if you don't hear from me for a while. But yeah, still still no word. Mm. She had a great feeling from it. And, you know, well, sometimes feels like she'll know. get it. But right now we're in... People keep asking him, like, at this point, I'm tired of no news. I just want good news or bad news. Because, mm-hmm. like... The it's life changing if she gets it. It'll triple, if not quadruple, her income. It'll yeah. free her up on the weekends. It'll hey, I'm in the same position. Seeing how everyone else knows, I mean, Leah's, our wives are about to be outperforming the fuck out of us. I can't wait to be a stay at home dad. <laughs> you, you, and you're saying that truthfully. I can tell. Um, yeah, I totally relate. So I hope she gets it too. I just, uh, I know that feeling though. Sometimes when they say, "Give us this," and then said, "Don't be surprised," yada yada yada. But they, the one thing you will know is that it sounds like at least that they're the kind of company that would not, they would not just wither off into the night. Well, one way or another, yeah. there, there will be word. It will be Hopefully a thank not. you for the process and we decided to go elsewhere or the, sorry for the delay, but congratulations. And the particulars with this job, like sh- the listing is on LinkedIn and she said that there's only in the history of this listing been three applicants. And she said, and I'm one of them, but they came to me, not the other way around. I don't even know anything about the other two. And when they were interviewing her, they said, like, this position has been impossible to fill because it's kind of a a Swiss Army knife of a job. There's, like, multiple different departments you have to work in, so people with a specialty aren't applying for it because they're like, well, I don't do those other ten things. Mm. Um, So the fact that it's been hard to fill, they're eager to fill it, they came to her. It's all looking on the up and up, but... It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. She does have a phone call tomorrow with uh, Home Depot. Yeah, because they do a bunch of UX stuff too. So, would she be in their corporate office? Yeah, and that's the only downside because she'd be basically driving to your house yeah, every day. It's right, it's, it's like right a, there. It's a forty-five minute to an hour and a half commute. According, I will to say this Google though: Maps. those people are crazy. I did a, I had a few, <laughs> I had a few meetings in there trying oh, really? to sell them ice cream years ago. And, you know, you check in and it's like I've said about some of these, it's like going into a legitimate 
government stronghold as far as security. Mm. You need an appointment. They you look at an iPad. They do the retinal scan. You, I mean, it's like a whole so thing. Like Arthur Blank's paranoid, huh? No, it's it's the right move. <laughs> I mean, look at I mean, I, mass shootings. Jeez, I mean, it seems like yeah. Home Depot would be a target. But I was standing in there and I was waiting for my contact to come downstairs and take me into the you know the next level. Mm-hmm. And every employee was walking, like by department it seemed like, was coming down and then going into this large, it had to be a large expansive room that could house everyone. But they were all dressed out and decked and every department was wearing something similar, like they were teams against, you know. And everyone had this energy and I was like, I remember thinking, you know, you hear about this in the corporate world that I, I've never been in that corporate world that mm-hmm. size. And I remember thinking, like, you hear about people that love their jobs because the company takes care of them, mm-hmm. and it's not fake, yeah. but you don't really believe it. Mm-hmm. And then you see something like this, you're like, these people ain't fucking acting. They're like, they're excited to be wearing this nonsense, and they're excited to be screaming and yelling at the other departments, and they're like, way too. And I remember, like, going I, on like a beach retreat with like youth, like a youth group where they've been separated into teams, and kind of, they're like really into it. Really though, and like, like, and oh, these are these are not yeah. like, and these are uh, this is a on a on a. What's the word I'm looking for? This is a lot of different types of people, mm. all shapes and sizes. This is a diverse group of people, and they're yeah. all having a good time. And I remember thinking, like, that doesn't seem fake. And they're all going crazy. And I said, what are they doing? There's, oh, it's something we do for this particular quarterly holiday where we're all going, yada, yada, yada. Mm. And I remember thinking, that's crazy. And then there's a bar near my house called Meehan's right down the road from their headquarters. Those motherfuckers, if you go in there on a Friday, you got to go in there early to get one of their patio, patio tables. Mm-hmm. Because Coca-Cola, that's out like a high school. <laughs> it's like accounting comes down and it'll take up an entire section Coca-Cola and the, or, a or a Home Depot. Okay. And then another part will come down mm-hmm. and they're like, like yelling at each other from across the bar. They like take over the entire thing. I'm like, y'all need to go home. This Home Depot thing is like. <laughs> I'm picturing like like ski movie like villains like what like what uh, Dennis becomes in that ski episode like coming down high five Home Depot bro. Home Depot bro. Sunglasses, sun, sunglasses back on the back of the head and then like you just trying to squeeze in to get a vodka. You're like, hey, what are you doing, bro? You work for Home Depot? <laughs> uh, no, I sell popsicles. <laughs> I'm just here to get a vodka. I'm like, <laughs> Who's the Home Depot bar, bro? <laughs> but they really do. Step aside. It's like, having fun. It feels like an extension of their break room. Yeah. And I was like, these people like really get along. So if that maybe if that doesn't uh, work out with the job she really wants, then Home Depot has something for her too. Yeah. I mean, but Lee's on the same boat. Like we, I said, man, I, I had the thought. The reason I bring it up because I had the thought last night. I was like, how can we ever branch out and produce real content and have not just produce it, but have the capability. And the technology to produce our the, wives start making more money, and right? Then, and then they give some of it to us. Well, it's not really they, a giving situation. <laughs> there ain't no them. It's all. I mean, it's all we, right? All of a sudden, it's your money, right? We've, well, you and I both know. We've talked about and over the yeah. period of our ten years. There's, it's just been, it's been. She did it. I did it. She did it. I. As far as who yeah. was the primary, and I, we never, we don't ever think like that. Like we're always thinking. Oh, we don't either. But the point being that both both of our wives are on the up, and Leah's out here. Doing big things with houses and shit. And do you know any couples like that? Like in our entire history, from when I mean, I pretty much always worked here since I've known her. But my income has changed, and she's worked in different restaurants. She was unemployed for a small period of time when she didn't do makeup and was about to go start at the Mexican restaurant. We've always just shared money. Mm-hmm. There's always been a checking account. All the money went into mm-hmm. it. All the bills got paid out of it. And nobody's ever keeping tabs on what they put in. Mm-hmm. That said, I do know couples who either married or super long-term relationships, like 10 years plus together, 
where like they're sitting there at the dinner table Venmoing each other. <laughs> the fuck? Like Venmoing? Like there's like a there's like a your money, my money. Oh well, yeah, no, I definitely know. I know, I definitely know this couple. And like, Good I, friends, actually. I'm like, how do you why? I don't get it either. It's like, why are you doing? Like, yeah. I understand if you both have your own credit card. To me, it's it is a. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it the crass way because this is the original way I thought it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you see a couple on Facebook that has the Jim and Sandy Powers. They have one face. Yeah. Somebody cheated. <laughs> Same thing, right? It's yeah. first impression I have when I hear that is like, oh, y'all are just like not really sure you want to be married. You got married, right? But then afterwards, you were like, but you know, we like. So both of these people I'm talking about came from divorced parents. Yeah. So I think there's this installation in them that there needs to be some separation. That's the only, that's me. I can't tell you that's the factual. Yeah. It's just my interpretation. But yes, they will. I remember one time I was over there and he wanted to go play cards. And he, she was like, they were both a little tipsy, but she was giving him shit. She's like, you have to give me a thousand dollars if you want to go play cards. And she looked at him. I was like, she's not fucking, she's fucking serious. And he goes like, all right. And he went to the back and pulled a thousand dollar cash and gave it to his wife. And then she, and I was like, "Wait a minute, y'all have separate accounts?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, we never, we never create. We have, they have a mutual account that they do share. Yeah, but they both keep separate bank accounts." I was like, "Wait a minute, like how does that?" Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. It just, I just, I, to me, it just felt I, I like I said, like there's, it's like a layer of, or in his case, it's like. That's his his money. His, mon- his money. well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is it? Yeah. Because like you said, like that's my fun money or that's my. But it's like, dude, like, I, it's just, see, that that exists to an extent. I think in most relationships where if you share an account and then you take some cash out because you're gonna go have some fun with it, but it's not a nefarious secret. And right. I know, like Kristen has said forever, she's like, I want when I have a job, I want to have my own credit card so that I can buy you something for your birthday mm. or Christmas without you seeing it on the bank statement. Yeah. And I get that. I get like having a separate credit card account so that you can surprise one another with or, something. Or in Kristen's case, even when she gets the new job and, and whatever, mm-hmm. just in the future, if she has a side hustle that gets really mm-hmm. big for her. Yeah. You can create a, you know, a separate business credit card account right. that, that she can do that with, too. Yeah. She can keep the same purchases, and then you write all that shit off. But, yeah. yeah but, I mean, I, I, we've literally had friends before who Is this like, like becoming a financial planning hour? I don't it's know. slowly devolving I just, into... It's just always weird to me when we're like... It's been a long time since we've gone to dinner with friends, but like I remember being there once and was like, I'll get it, and you can just... You can, you know, give me 50 bucks tomorrow. It's like... What, don't you own a house together? Yeah. Like, what are you? What are you separating your? Yeah. Like the the layer of complication you've just added to your relationship. Where else does that? Where? Exa- but also, where else does that go? Because if you're doing that, Listen, I, I if you're doing, yeah, exactly. So like tomorrow, you have to eat my asshole. Yeah. Well, well that's not a fair. That's not off. fair at all. <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll plug a I, finger well, listen, in there. Listen, I want long licks. <laughs> okay. From the root to the shoe. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I gave you a blowjob yesterday. That is not the same. I... <laughs> oh, man. All right, listen. But tomorrow... that's my point. Like, if it's not sexual favors, where else yeah. is there something that's like, that can't be the only thing. Well, if you like, separate well, yeah, bank like, accounts. Hey, I took the garbage out yesterday, so you need to do this. Like, it's that constant, like, you're constantly keeping track of who's doing what. It's yeah. like, why are you together? You're yeah. like fucking roommates that probably have sex sometimes if it's on the calendar. Yeah, calendar sex. Oh, boy. <laughs> I decide it's, it's a weird one. Something else. We'll keep moving down the list so we don't, <laughs> don't stop. 
I, I only wrote it down. I'm hoping you read the article because I sent it to you. I just wrote down Spanish Nazis. I saw the article. I didn't. I didn't really read it. Apparently, it's becoming. I briefly skimmed the article. It's becoming more and more common in Westernized countries, you know, civilized ones where they don't boil pangolin and boy pee. Um, <laughs> is that? It's got to be the. It has to be the name, right? Of the title of the episode: Pangolin and Boy Pee. I don't think you're going to get anything better than that. I mean, I. Hey, hey, listen to me. Sometimes we name them, and then I listen later. I'm like, there was a few names that might have yeah. challenged it. Yeah. I don't think we're going to find it with Pang- Pangolin and Boy Pee. Pangolin and Boy Pee. Pangolin and Boy Pee. It Pangolin needs to be. and Boy Pee. Go ahead, though. Um, but apparently it's just becoming more and more a thing, and the article kind of blamed it on just the <clears> rise <throat> of the far right in different parts of the world. And I'm just wondering, like, at what point any country is it like, that's not cool. Like, are you give some context here? You're talking about rise far right, rise well, of what? The, just generally, just the fact that you are seeing, like, in the middle. I think it was Madrid, like in a parade, people dressed not just like Nazi officers with the whole get up, mm-hmm. but immediately behind them, people dressed in striped Jewish star uniforms, yeah. dressed like Holocaust victims. They're they're mocking it. Yeah. And the article is saying, like, this is like this is what is going to become the norm if the far right continues to just increase. It's well, yeah, of course, that's and it's cause like, and effect. But I, I, I don't. It, it's like at what point do you hear a uh, uh, um, a Trump supporter in America like, eh, it's not a big deal. It's like it kind of is. <laughs> of course, of course, your, it is. Your grand or great grandparents. Let's keep to Spain, to, though. Let's let's fought, talk. Let's keep let, these. Keep people, it isolated because yeah. until I see that in America. I see a lot of fucked up shit in America. But that's that's the point. It is spreading. Like you're seeing Nazi shit in Germany again. You're but you seeing, are, but that seeing, never went away. It was just more criminalized. It, yeah, well, now see, it's now it's more just, Nazi shit here. Because did you see that? Did you see that they, they, they've and, created a, the far right has their CPAC uh, anti Greta now, a much prettier. No no surprise there. But they rolled out an anti nineteen year old German girl that's mm. anti Greta and mm. like said something at CPAC about how she likes some well known far right. Loon bag. I don't know. It's getting crazy out there. I agree. So but I love Stacey Keach in American History X so much. That's basically... <laughs> yeah, that's the answer to... This one's not... Doesn't quite yeah. look like that. I like that girl. Greta Thunberg? No. The one... Oh, the girl the from, Oh, yeah. From was, American History X. Oh, oh. Uh, the... The girlfriend. Uh, Veruca Salt, or whatever her name is. Well, that's... No, that's the person from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Veruca Salt. I'm talking... Anyways, um, that particular photo, though, and, and think about it in terms of Spain. I mean, this is a country that up until, like, not so long ago was still underneath a fascist regime. Mm. regime. Mm. Francisco Franco lived until the 70s and 80s. Feruza Balk, that's her name. Feruza Balk. That's close. Feruca Salt. That's close. Yeah, I like her. She's got that weird look. But in that movie, I was a big fan. I don't like know her why. In the craft because she's wearing chokers the whole time. Mm. <laughs> don't get me started, bud. Do not get me started. But it's Spain. I mean, this is like, of course, it's Spain. Yeah. I, I, they get a pass because they're Spain? Almost. It's Spain. <laughs> They're this backwater, and, and well, you know, to Spain's credit, even if they do have you know people marching in Nazi uniforms, and then people immediately behind them pretending to be in well, the Holocaust, well, they're not boiling pangolin and boy pee. There you go, there you go. Um, 
What what do you th- like? How did you think I would read? Like, what do you think is? I don't know. Just like I of can't, course these things are ebbing and flowing right now. It's just odd to me that you would see swastikas but, anywhere outside of a historical conversation. But I mean, we, there's been deniers. They're, they're probably Holocaust deniers. I imagine. I, like I said, I didn't read the article. But you think there's a lot of anti-Semitism in Spain. Yes. Yeah. It's there's anti-Semitism everywhere, but it's Europe. Yeah, of course. Mm. Of course. The uh, far right in America, like ben, the Ben Shapiro's of the world, I actually listened to him just sort of like as a means of listening to the enemy's playbook. Mm. And know that enemy. He, yeah, he's constantly referring to Bernie Sanders as an anti-Semite because Bernie is not exactly a, a supporter of Israel. Yeah. And I've said on this show before, like, if I was president, I mean, you guys are on your own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking figure it out. <laughs> if you can't figure it out, you're fucked, but we're done. <laughs> we don't need to defend your tiny little democracy. <laughs> It's Democracy in name only. Yeah, it's not. It's not working. So you guys yeah. go do your own thing. It's funny because I remember my old, uh, my old Italian boss, with the t- Trumpy's penis all in his mouth, mm. used to think he was. He would marvel that I would be against Trump because he would say, you know, but he's so pro-Israel. Aren't you like Mister? Oh, because he, he knew that. Like Mister Jew. Basically, he's like, didn't you like study the Holocaust and everything? Aren't you like Mister Jew over here? And I was like, there. That's not. That's a false. Equivalence, my man. Just because I, I studied the Holocaust and genocide, mm-hmm. genocide really. Yeah. Uh, just because I studied that doesn't mean that I that de facto means I'm automatically a supporter of the state of Israel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just two different, two altogether different yeah. things. Tell tell Ben Shapiro that because he's convinced that Israel was. But he's you know Ben Shapiro is a fuckwit, big time. The thing that gets under my skin Banks him, loves Ben Shapiro. I'm sure he does. I know my dad does. The thing that drives me insane with him is what a child he is. Because he says bullcrap and bleep. <laughs> he says the word bleep. It's like, yeah. you're like every nerd Christian kid that I went to youth group with who said frick. It's like, <laughs> just either say fuck or don't say a word that starts with F in place of fuck. This is like saying N-word instead of saying mm. what you have said many times hey. on there. I, that is <laughs> gotta stop that point being like he's, it's like how can anyone take this man's political opinion seriously when he's when he uh, emphasizes it with bullcrap mm. <laughs> I don't I can't watch enough child. of that I can't watch enough of it to, I've seen it I can't I've turned off I mean I think I've gone full you sometimes now I just yeah I mean I, I listen to his podcast like once a week just to sort of hear what he maybe has to say on that particular ba- day if something happened in the news, I heard about. Mm. But that's the only like news source I'm getting, and because I can listen and go, "You fucking idiot!" the whole time, mm-hmm. it uh, it's 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 not like as bad as like constantly getting berating myself with lefty news, which is what I was doing. Let's take a quick pee break. I think it's cl- my eyeballs are floating. Mm. Safe sex. So, moving on down the list, <laughs> a thing that I wrote down. Hopefully Mick Schmear's somewhere down this well, list. Well, I think Mick Schmear would be a big fan of this next thing. Dunkin' Donuts is now selling bacon in a bag. I saw that. The bacon <laughs> snacks, they're calling them? Yeah, and it, it's just bacon in a in like a McDonald's small fry paper bag. Hey, man. We can just drive through Dunkin' Donuts, you know, get a light and sweet coffee. Well, that's not coffee anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's like heavy cream with a yeah. dash. Alan's a big fan. That makes sense. Well, he's a he. We I don't want him to be mad at me anymore. So, <laughs> Alan, your next Duncan, whatever the fuck that thing is that you buy there that looks creamy, 
Like a you're, like a Puerto Rican skinned young boy you're piss. Next, the adult hot chocolate. Your next adult warm nummy nummy beverage. Nummy beverage is on me, Alan. He I got a little salty. He's not talking to me right now. Looks like the bacon and the Dunkin' Donuts. I, I thought originally it was the monkey thing. Mm. And the funny story there is, remember last week when we were discussing, or maybe. It might have been the week before. I can't remember, but I, we said we had a new listener. Yeah, the Folly Monkeys have come up a good bit. Yeah, well, we had, he he was riding up in a car with a, a new listener, and he was asking me what episode, yada, yada. Mm, and I had yeah, said yeah. on the pod, I was like, I don't really know if I want this guy listening. <laughs> because I just don't, you know, it's another work person. I'm yeah. not sure how they'll take it. Yeah. And not he, woke, bro. I had said he's a little mouthy. <laughs> well, apparently I get a text like, holy shit, you didn't tell me you talk about Sam. And apparently Sam was in the car, and I was like, he gets a little mouth. I just, Alan yeah. was telling me the whole thing and how he had to hop off the interstate and turn turn the uh, the pot off. But then, like, <laughs> we had our meeting, and then Alan got, I got a little salty, and I might have hurt his feelings. I told him I loved him. So, Alan, I love you. That's pod love. Even with your monkeys and your shitty beaches and, and your she crab. And he got really defensive about she crab <laughs> again because we had a whole company-wide meeting. I just love... Like, like picture like in a sort of like a Wes Anderson movie frame, just an empty box on a table mm-hmm. and then just loose sheet <laughs> thrown into it. Yeah. I loved your box. That was my and favorite. Just monkey limb. Monkey. And then Topanga. And, t- and a tubby Topanga picture, a, a little <laughs> eight by 10 glossy. Yeah, and it's just like, it looks like someone puked. It's Alan just Bono loose, with love. Loose chic. I love loose she crab soup could have very well been a, ty- a title of the episode had it been in the body of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it nothing was going to beat Nubian, uh, Nubian butt stripper butt stain. Yeah, it's the best. And with Mr. Charleston, with my Nubian queen. My Nubian queen. My Nubian queen. My best white suit. <laughs> my pet monkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. I've decided Mr. Charleston has a pet monkey. Well, he rescued. Mm-hmm. So he was out. Not to be confused with my collection of mandingo. <laughs> What would what would Mr. Charleston? Okay, he rescues a monkey, right? He rescues a monkey. We should make a movie just about Mr. Charleston. Oh my god! Like a fucking Kentucky Colonel's <laughs> dude who's just like a man about town. When you find out eventually, he's just a homeless. But he's got a monkey on a leash. <clears throat> <laughs> It'd be a good mockumentary about like this, like this, oh, this, yeah, like this character. Guest, yeah, like a Christopher Guest mockumentary. Because like there's yeah. like, I, I saw one on Vice. It was 10 minutes. It was pretty good. It was the, the Milverine. It's this guy in Milwaukee mm-hmm. that for years, for like 20, 30 years now, just walks the streets. He looks aggressively. He, that's how he walks. Yeah. But he was jacked. And he, well, even before the films, he had the hair and the beard that looked just like Logan. <laughs> so they, they like, dude, it looks like the Wolverine's walking around. And then, of course, the movie and yada, yada, yada. So now he's become this Milwaukee legend. So they call him the Milverine. I got to see this guy. Mm-hmm. The Milverine. Yeah. And, uh, and he's just a guy that walks every day to keep in shape. And now he's gotten older, so he's lost a little bit of it. But, uh, yeah, he's like Milwaukee famous. This guy just walks around. You see what I'm saying? He just yeah. and, he, and they say it's just the way he aggressively walks around. He's just become Milwaukee famous for looking like the Wolverine. But like to do that with Mr. Charleston as like a mockumentary where we're following this guy. Like I've seen this guy. I lived yeah. here my whole life. We all know who he is. We just one day someone just called him Mr. Charleston. He really, really bought into it. No one really knows where he's from or if he's actually from here. But it got a little weird. A couple years ago, there was a fucking monkey. 
<laughs> no this one's really. My, this is my pet monkey man. We're a hundred percent. He doesn't have a license for this monkey, but it, he tells us he rescued the monkey off yeah. the salt marsh from the island. Of course, we're at Charleston, so we have monkeys that die, and yeah. then they float across into Folly Beach. But uh, he's yeah, apparently sprinkle, rescued. You sprinkle in a local who just comments on something. He's a big fan of she crab soup, which of course people is say Folly that Beach, pe so. people that are from here say they don't eat she crab soup, and only the tourists do. We definitely do. We it's def it's absolutely it. a thing we do. So yeah. yeah. He, he eats it like from <laughs> like a bowl. He the monkey. No, no, no. No. <laughs> he feeds the monkey in the same fashion. He's made mention of having mandingos before. <laughs> I've never actually seen them. And truthfully, if he did, it's not like they're fighting. There's, there's no. There's no. I mean, at least not publicly. There's no, there's no official mandingo fighting in Charleston anymore. I mean, we have just our, a wink. Just. <laughs> He doesn't right. say publicly. He just there's no mandingo fighting. I mean, we have our history, and we have fan, we have people who you know, <laughs> keep the history alive. But it's it's heritage. It's, it's not, not hate. A, it's not official. It's heritage, not hate. That's so. Is that what the octagons all around the city are? <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I love that idea. There's just like octagons <laughs> sprinkled throughout Charleston. Like, mommy, what's the octagon? <laughs> like, well, sweetie, we don't talk about that. It's out in plain sight, yeah. but no one sees it. Yeah. I love it. Is that what Daddy does on the weeknights? Maybe, maybe. Mandingo fight by it's only by candlelight, <laughs> so it's like old <laughs> gas lamps. <laughs> that, that's like the signal when the gas wow. lamps are lit in Charleston. It's Mandingo night. They don't they advertise it like UFC. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mandingo fight. Oh, <laughs> I just saw it. I got and you know it would be hilarious, yeah. but only to us. Yeah. Well, some other people too, but like. <laughs> I can see the, the UFC-style Mandingo poster. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just waiting. Only Quentin Tarantino could get away with like something like that in a film. Like, if you yeah. were going to do a... If they had remade Django and added, like, a comic book element to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting on one of us to find out that the word Mandingo is just as socially unacceptable as the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> and here I'm we are. On, you know, ep on the 40th episode, <laughs> just Mandingo, 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 no, Mandingo. It's always been in context. <laughs> always. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we're going to we're gonna find out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we could take a poll on it, but I mean, not on our, like, it'd have to be a Facebook poll, which automatically assumes racism. Yeah. Because I mean, people don't say on Facebook, like, is Mandingo racist at having not said it? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone that says, is this racist, is asking you, really, I said this. How much trouble am I in? That's what they're asking you. So, it, oh, man. The mistake of his life, right? Marion, oh, that's the wrong one. Never mind. This is where he meets Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah, he marries Penelope. 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 Um, what were we talking about? What, what else do you have there? We're talking about Mandingos. That's, that's, <laughs> that's really about it. I wrote down Onion Fact Check just because I thought that was funny. I was scrolling. Through, I haven't seen it since. I was scrolling through Facebook, and there was some post about, uh, you know, a, a wrestler. And it was a picture of Andre, or not Andre, um, the big show, the giant. It was a picture of him, and it said something about him um, being you know, aggressively la trapped in a cage or something. <laughs> and the and Facebook had fact checked it, with, and it was grayed out over the top that said, like, we fact checked this article, <laughs> and uh, based on... Based on uh, 
that process, we've determined it's not, it's not, it's false information. Right. It was a real thing that Facebook has implemented. And I'm like, all the fucking bullshit that Trump spatters on Twitter every day and you guys fact check a fucking Onion article. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was a mistake. Yeah. I'll be honest with you because I haven't seen it since. Yeah, I mean, I only saw that one. Time. And sure, I, I have to think there's someone with common sense, but I know they're only working on algorithms now. I was thinking about that. I was like, my Facebook feed is just so fucking boring now. Yeah. And not because I've done anything. I don't block people. It's just that Facebook's showing me what they think I'm going to like. I want to see what, like, the nitwits I went to high school are talking about today. Like, yeah. you know, because that's the entertaining shit. Like, Trump did this for me today. Like, what did he do to, for you today? I mean, it, it's low-hanging fruit, but when he announced that Mike Pence was going to lead the charge, like, I just kept seeing thoughts and prayer posts. Like, oh, good, we're going to fix coronavirus with lots of strong prayer. Thanks, Mike Pence. Yeah. And it's fucking rabbit. <laughs> but then when I saw the picture... From uh, what, the campaign, Will Ferrell holding the snakes in the Pentecostal <laughs> church, and then somebody wrote below it, Mike Pence's prayer team working yeah. against coronavirus. The, the first layer of defense. <laughs> I was like, that's not a bad one. Because, yeah. I mean, that is the first thought that leapt to my mind. Like, oh, good, we're going to put a fucking fanatic religious nut in charge of fixing the plague. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. Sure I saw come it was interesting. Some great solutions. We talked about Alex Jones last week. Um. Someone figured out an interesting way. So this guy apparently now, him and his ilk, mm -hmm. there's another one, the the Michelle girl, Malkin, black girl. Obama? I no, I can't remember. <laughs> but anyways, they're like, now their thing is to go to these public spaces and just, you know, uh, trigger liberals mm. or, or go to college campuses and do this now. They went to, he went to Austin recently. I mean, come on. If you go to the People's Republic, you're there for a reason, and that's to stir up shit. Yeah. This might be the most, you know, crazy left-wing place in the country outside of, well, it's particularly in Texas. But nonetheless, they go to these spaces trying to get reactions on videos, right? Trying mm -hmm. to show how crazy the left is, right? Yeah, like when Jimmy Kimmel puts somebody on the street and they can't answer who won the Civil War. Exactly. You know, you're setting them, you're up, setting for them up for failure, right? But so some of these people, though, are saying, well, there's a way to counteract that. It's, like, really easy mm -hmm. if they're, if they're going to be in public. So they said, if you see Alex Jones in public, if you see these other Ben Shapiro's or whoever yeah. that's out there trying to, to elicit a response so they can get likes and, and stuff shit on social media mm -hmm. and sell it to Fox News, then what you do is you just casually walk over with your phone and start playing any Disney music. <laughs> just right next to them. You don't talk to them. Yeah. You don't talk to her. You just stand there. You play Moana. Well, that fucking song, yeah. you know, places you'll go, whatever. You just blare that shit. You even start singing it. Make way, make way. So there's, yeah, there's you, Alex Jones. And I'm Moana. And I'm shaking my hand. Make way, make way. Moana, it's time you knew. And right away, yeah. when they try to use that content, even if they try, yeah. the mouse is gonna shut that shit down <laughs> so fast, and it's not even political. Yeah. They just can't, because they're going to have Alex Jones in a video with my fat ass playing the Moana song. You, me and you. We do fucking duets. Well, I'll be a wondrous place for you. Under the sea. Under the sea. Just two fat guys that just travel wherever Alex Jones goes singing Disney songs so he can use none of the content because the mouse will yeah. come down so fucking hard if he if anyone tried yeah yeah Disney's not gonna let you use that shit not at all that, and I was like that is such 
a good antidote. If you could develop a team, mm. if someone would sponsor a team, that's what it would take. George Soros. If you would have to sponsor a team. <laughs> yeah, a Disney team. Uh, you know, it would probably like Media Matters yeah. or that political left thing you see the videos on. You'd have to pay us yeah. we'll call to it travel with, to, to track Alex Jones Mm-hmm. And we'll call it the Disney attack or whatever. The Disney defense. The Disney defense to their bu- to their bullshit. Yeah. And we can't call it the Disney defense. <laughs> Couldn't use Disney. Oh. Uh, we could use we could use something that will be the mighty mice. There you go. That works. <laughs> they can't take that. Yeah, the mighty mice that show up. Yeah. You know, and then just start blaring Disney music wherever Alex Jones is at. I was like, that is fucking brilliant. I just wish if someone gave me fifty thousand dollars a year and paid for all the expenses. Let's fucking go. Oh yeah, I would travel everywhere. Let's fucking go. You pay all the expenses. Yeah. Let me send fifty thousand home. I know I'll be missing my wife. Fucking get. But some, let's fucking go. Get some deep cuts. Play some. Uh, <laughs> What was the in the song of the sound of the Disney movie? Oh hell yeah! yeah oh, we control Disney. I'm an uneducated black man today. <laughs> White people keep me singing this way. Give myself like it's pretty bad. That movie's fucking horrendous. I miss slavery myself. <laughs> I didn't think it was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the white people feed me? That's a, such a fucking racist movie that they took it off. They, they don't show it. Yeah. You won't find it on Disney Plus, of course. And or Disney whatever. Yeah. And uh my mom had to get a fucking copy from Japan. When we were kids, she wanted us to see this movie. For for not because it was like propaganda film, she's like, this is how the South was, kids. Mm-hmm. This was like, hey, look how kind of... We don't need to be... My mom was very open. She's like, this is there's a reason we don't see this because this was yada, yada, yada because that's how we were raised. But she she had to pirate a copy of a VHS tape from, mm-hmm. from Japan to get that. And then now she had to buy a DVD copy from Japan. Yeah. So the, the case is awesome. Mm-hmm. It says it in English and Japanese or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you watch this movie and there's Japanese subtitles if you want them. You can take them off. But it's just like, holy shit, this is racist. Yeah. But it's no more racist than, like, if you read the Br'er Rabbit books anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if you, you know what that is? Yeah, I know what they are. Well, for those that don't, Br'er Fox. Joel Chandler Harris grew up in Eatonton, Georgia. Oh, good. That's where I got arrested, as, as you know. <laughs> and he wrote these, these tales. But the thing is, this is a white man that lived in the plantation era of the South, in Eatonton, Middle Georgia, mm. which, which definitely saw its fair share of that's where a lot of the slaves were, mm. and he writes these books and basically writes Don't in a, he writes this. in a bonics. He <laughs> right. he there's a white man that wrote it phonetically the way he heard it and the way that we would call a bonics now mm. it wouldn't called that then, right. and it's celebrated because it captured that slave dialect and language, <clears throat> they're very much their own version of English, African English. Mm. But it's it's incredibly difficult to read. Like my mom has me do it because over the years I I can actually read it mm-hmm. and you would be able to absorb most of it. Right. And she does it because it's like a party favor for her. She's like, do the reading of the Brer Rabbit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is kind of racist every time you make me do this, but okay. It's Briar, by the it, way. Yeah. <laughs> Brer. <coughs> Brer. 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 Yeah. But and I can do it. But when you see it, Disney's version, you're like, oh, Disney. <laughs> You actually made this more racist somehow. Celebrate slavery. <laughs> celebrate slavery. America used to be better when we had slaves. Oh, yeah. Every day was so much better. 
don't know that song. Like, you, the, the, movie's, the movie's gone. Yeah. Like, if you watch any of those, like, 45-minute, like, Disney things where you can watch kids run around Disney Park and, like, sing and dance with the dressed-up characters, zippity doo is one of the songs they sing in those videos. Like, my kids... The whole premise is, is ridiculous. It, it, the Br'er Rabbit's hopping down the road. He sees a tar baby. Hello. <laughs> I mean, think about this now. Yeah, yeah. Tar Baby, that's the most famous Br'er Rabbit tale, is the Br'er Rabbit and the Tar Baby. Yeah. Coming down the road, this Tar Baby's been built by Br'er Fox mm-hmm. as a trap. Mm-hmm. This rabbit comes down the road, doesn't get a hello, says, come on to you, in the very racist way. I'll read the damn thing on this <laughs> fucking pod sometime if you want. Doesn't get an answer, is offended, says good morning again, doesn't get an answer. So what is his answer? Is to punch the Tar Baby. So if he doesn't get a greeting back... Much like Mandingo. I don't know uh, if we can say Tar Baby. Exactly. But that's the shit that they yeah. put on camera and that is celebrated. Even big, if you, Big red lips. I mean, it's it's the whole kit and caboodle, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and to think that... What, what's the actor um, the actor who playing Uncle Remus thinking, like, in between takes? Thank goodness I can... He was probably... I'm making money. I mean, it just is what it is. He, he he's on he's on a set. Lighting a lucky strike. I'm happy to take this white man's money. If, I mean, <laughs> isn't that how you would have to have yeah. been? You, I mean, fucking he was, Walt Disney walks over. Hey, uh, Uncle Remus, whatever your name is, appreciate you doing this. Yeah. And, uh, and that's exactly know. what he would have said. Hey, Uncle Remus, whatever. I know you're a real you know, person, I'm, but not I'm really. Appreciate you doing this. I'm I'm currently working on a way to make the Jews look bad too. <laughs> Anyways, you want to you want a Mickey Mouse watch? Can you watch my car later? Yeah, have you ever seen the bad guy from Pinocchio? <laughs> very, very interesting. Interesting take you had there, Disney. Yeah, but I mean, we could we like that's we, one of my favorite. This this harks back to one of our earliest episodes. Mm-hmm. If we start cherry picking and getting offended about what business or what entity that we love mm-hmm. now has got some shady shit in its past. It's yeah. just like any other human in this world. You might yeah. love your mom, you might love your uncle, but your uncle might have done some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you don't know what it took yeah. for them to get out of that yeah. place. How many things that had to happen? It reminds me one of my favorite Family Guy episodes is the one where Brian and Stewie go to the multiverse and they go to all these different dimensions. Oh, yeah. And when they go to the Disney dimension, it's all Disney animation where it moves a little bit slower. And there's a pie on the windowsill. And then um, the red-haired Jewish guy, Morty, whatever his name is, comes on the screen. And they all turn into, like, evil Ursula and go, Jew! <laughs> like, and I, when I, admittedly, when I saw that, I was like, oh, there must be some anti-Semitic history to Disney that I don't know about. So I just... Quick Google, like, oh, yeah, Walt Disney was an anti-Semite. Rabbit. <laughs> Problem solved. Rabbit. <laughs> it's like, I knew about Uncle Remus. Well, they I even do the, that's the not even the only though. one yeah. they threw at him. One of the early, early cuts of Family Guy, they do a cutaway where, like, it's like one of those things where it's, it's like that time that Disney popped out of cryo, and it flashes away, mm. and Disney pops up out of his cryo chamber that people still think he's in. It's like an urban right. myth that he's in some fucking cryostasis somewhere. <laughs> he pops out of it, and he's awake. He's like, are there still Jews around? And I'm like, yes, sir. Damn it. And he just goes back down. And that was it. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, man. It sounded like Carter Pudersmith just It there. did a little Carter. Yeah. Well, that's what he sounded like. <laughs> Carter Petersmith and the doctor have the exact same voice, and every once in a while they'll put them in a scene oh, together. God. It's so good. Peter! I love it. My favorite at the card table, they make me do a... I have to play... I'll have to play a few hands as a... 
Cleveland. I guess I'm going to call. No, 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 no. Every time his house is falling. <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I, uh, I, and I saw a recent episode when they asked Joe, like, Joe, where are you getting all this money? He's like, oh, I still get Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld paid. You were in Seinfeld? Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> It's like he has something to do with his money, and he's, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, what do they call it? Resi- I got I get Seinfeld residual checks. Residual really. checks. Yeah. You were in Seinfeld, yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Although Putty was arguably one of my favorite side oh, yeah, characters Putty, of all Patrick time. Patrick Warburton, period, is he steals he's shit so good. He's very good. He steals movies that don't make sense for to be stolen. He he's the voice of Gronk. Right. And in, in uh or Kronk in right. uh Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. And he steals the movie. It's like he has like fifteen lines total and you, you're saying to yourself, like, why don't we get more Patrick Warburton in this? Yeah. I wish I could find the tick that he did, like on oh, man. DVD or something. Hell he was even good in that he was only a side character in that movie Ted. Yeah. And he was great. The, he's like he shows up beat up every day, yeah. and it's because he's having rough gay sex. Rough gay sex. He think, he's not even gay. He's like going through a phase or some shit. Like you don't have to do this. Yeah. This is who I am now. He shows up to like whatever with the boyfriend. Like this is my boyfriend. <laughs> what? What? What else you got on the list? That's pretty much it. I had read. I read written something else down about Corona and Trump, but we've already talked about that. So. Oh. That's all I got on the list. Man, I would have expected more from the list. I was excited. The list, it's the longest list I've ever put you together. You have put together a pretty sizable list. I'll normally, say this, it's, there's no visual because nobody knew it was going to happen. You saw this on Facebook last night. We're at the hibachi restaurant. Yeah, I was, I was going to grade that post in the low fives. And they always... I mean, come on. They always... Uh, well, I was At least paint a picture. You can't say, what a moment, wish there was a picture. I was buzzed, so I was oh, getting it down. okay. <clears throat> I was on my second big beer, like Samson. Your big beer. <laughs> Get him lick big beer. Take, his, take, take him upstairs. Up get him pony and lick, lick his pole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> take uh, a bluebird with you. Oh. <clears throat> no, anyways, when they do fried beer. rice, they always crack the eggs, scramble the eggs, mix in the rice, and the dude always pulls a little bit of scrambled egg over because he's going to flip it into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried with... Uh, he tried with Albury first. That's why nobody saw it coming because he's like gesturing at the table and people are saying, no, not me, not me. And Albury's just like, me! Yeah. And like it's hit her like right in the eyes. But the fact that she tried was just like, everybody was like, holy shit. Like it was so fucking funny. And she didn't freak out that she didn't catch it or anything. And, and then, especially that it hit her right in. Yeah, didn't didn't give a shit. She was just happy to be part of the show. Nice. Man. She's just she's weird about the fire because you know how like they get the oil on the thing and then they light it and you get that big whoosh of, of fire. She doesn't like that. It's the only thing that she like buries her face <laughs> from. But the rest of the show, she's just all about it. Man. Um, but nobody expected that because even like adults are like, no, I don't want to catch the egg. I don't want to brag or anything. But every time we've gone to this place, I've caught the egg, and I'm terrible at catching food. Like. If you tried to throw popcorn in my mouth, you'd miss every time. But these these uh, hibachi chefs just know how to put Who one knew in. this is where the podcast would go? <laughs> Anyways, Uncle Reed. <laughs> Mandingos. <laughs> I mean, Let's something. Let's talk about Riley Reed for a second. Oh, by the way, I oh. screen grabbed it. Mm-hmm. I didn't text it to you yet. Maitland Ward and Riley Reed were in an uh, Instagram post together. Oh, no. Just, just a day or two ago. Is that like, uh, that's your scene? I was like, hey, look at that. Oh, mama. Maybe Riley's going to play Topanga. Man. 
I found a yeah, there was a so I think the a, I think the porn's <clears throat> listening now too. By the way, mm-hmm. I can never prove it. But much like Facebook will all of a sudden have an ad for something that you mentioned offhand. Yeah. Well, this is this is very real because last night we're sitting in a hibachi I know it's restaurant. Real. I know and it's my real. father-in-law says, "How do you say thank you in Japanese?" And as I'm typing, "How do you?" the phone just autofilled say thank you in Japanese. Yeah. It's like these things are fucking like this thing probably thinks I'm gay. Oh, I <laughs> the amount of like it, dick it, talk it, we do if on it's the podcast. Listening, oh yeah, if it's listening in the car, if it's listening in my car, I'm in, yeah. I'm in so much shit. Yeah. If I it's a, if it was a parrot, yeah. I'd be in trouble. We're, we uh, if our phones could talk like, oh yeah, they're racist, they're sex obsessed. You should see what he's what he's <laughs> whacking off to, where he's they're, whacking off. They're, they're dick obsessed. How many times reason, he's whacking also off? Booby obsessed. <laughs> Maitland Ward, I, there's a whole laundry list yeah. of stuff. Well, what I'm saying is, I it the, that the porn is now tracking you too because the the top two I left, I think I left here, which would make total sense. And the top two or three videos were uh, braces, mm. braces girls, braces and chokers. Uh, no choker, but there choker, were choker uh, choker choker. And it was the it was the uh, <laughs> it, in this one it was braces and the girl was what was the premise here? It was uh, the boyfriend's. Dad, mm. her boyfriend's dad, and she walked in, and I was like, "Oh, they're ballsy because they, the the opening shot is a uh, the is is biblical. He's reading the Bible." Mm. I was like, "Oh man, y'all are going like top, like real huge topical." Bulge in his dad. Yeah, dad. he's wearing basketball shorts with yeah. his huge bulge, like pre bulge. <laughs> Reading the Bible. And then Samson said. But and, and the thing was, I was digging it. I was like, she's a normal looking chick. She's got braces, and she's definitely not. Young, so that's Does a little she have weird. A name that you can remember. I mean, I can go and do the history. We can eventually get it if we had to. <laughs> sort of know but, what we're and then, about and here. she was thick, and she was normal looking, and she had braces. And then it was just like, oh, there's the 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 thing. It was like, damn girl, this was not like a like a nicely hairy vagina. This was like a the whole kit and caboodle from the from the underneath the belly button on past down mm, the butt mm, down to the, the down to the holes. Yeah, I was like, I, I guess uh, I guess that's back in. I don't know. I've seen that on some broads with the porn where they're just like, they've taken the I'm going to be bushy with pride to I'm just going to pretend it's, you know, 1772 <laughs> and just, yeah, belly button down. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a lady gorilla. I'm glad I live in a time period where there's <laughs> options. Because if I was like coming up in 1770 mm-hmm. and you're 17... Yep. And after an apple party, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> apple harvest yeah. party. Everyone's <laughs> drinking ciders, yeah. you know, and eating uh, eat, somehow some, somehow you get past the fourth layer of clothing, yeah. and, you, and you're like, oh my god, the vagina feels incredible. Mm-hmm. But you're like, wow, <laughs> like, yeah. whoa, yeah. And nowadays you're like, it's you don't know. You, you could have that. You might have a scorched earth. Well, yeah. You might have a landing strip. You might have like, there's just options galore. Similarly to the Sopranos, which I just watched the finale episode last night. I didn't actually watch the whole series. I kind of just let it play even after the silent. Time I hope. To turn the TV I hope AJ off. got shot first. I've always hoped that. Oh, when you they, think the whole family got hit? I, listen, I've ended that thing so many different ways in my head. That's the whole point. Cause, cause but he there says are there they it, touch families. Yeah, that's not true. Then you watch The Irishman, 
Mm-hmm. And they say when they killed Joey Gallo, they killed him right in front of his family for a, for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they would kill the entire family, but I like the idea that if they came after Tony, mm-hmm. like AJ stands up at just the right time to catch yeah. one right in the fucking back of the head. But anyway, we'll come back to Sopranos in a second. Sorry, sorry, what I was going to say is similarly to how I revisit that, I revisit John Adams. Okay. Um, and great, a, great series. There's a moment in the one of the episodes of the miniseries where he takes his wig off mm-hmm. and he's basically got something akin to a buzzed haircut. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember seeing that for the first time, going like, "How did they do that?" Like you're talking about like women having just like full on hair, like hairy legs too, like mm-hmm. the pube connected to the thigh hair. Yeah. I'm like, but when I see him, I'm like I know I've seen they've talked about it before, like that men kept their hair that short. It's like, what are they doing? Like, just getting scissors and just scissor cutting it as short as... Because they don't have clippers in 1770-whatever. Like, mm. there were hand-powered clippers invented at some point, but not at that I think we'd be surprised. I'm often surprised when I ask myself, like, how did they do that, that they didn't have something that was Can innovative. Can you imagine, like, a lady with, like, a fucking straight razor just, like, <laughs> cleaning her crotch with it? Shaving and, lips. Yeah, and not, like, just fucking scarring her legs and vagina. <laughs> My husband wants this. I don't know why. It's 1776. Smells like a dead animal. From my waist down. Because, you know, we don't bathe. That's the other thing. I'd always tell people that you would legitimately be surprised by the lengths that they would go to to also be clean. We have this conception, misconception, that, uh, you know, you just rolled out of bed and shat and put on your dress or your pants and... Well, I mean, you watch Al Swearingen roll out of bed and pee in a pot next to his bed, and you know that's dead wood. getting on the floor like enough times. Like, eh, people weren't that clean back then. Again, there were people that chose to live then like he that. Takes the pot and he walks out of his porch and he <laughs> throws it into the street that women and children are walking down. That is true. <laughs> that part is is true. Which Why would, is it always muddy? What you think about that? Well, that's just, think about that's and, 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 and while I'm t- I'm trying to be more of the the optimist here, I do think about that sometimes. Like, you imagine like the start to our day, like the way we start our work day now in 2020, you know, we get up, mm-hmm. we shower or we don't, whatever, make a cup of coffee, get in our cars. Most of us yeah. drive to our places of business. Waking up in like 1750, mm-hmm. probably from a night of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be yeah. honest. And you can't go drink some water to rehydrate no. because it's got plague. It's got plague in it. So, so you, you just drink, drink more beer. or you drink ale or more whatever, yeah. wine. And then you, you put on your befouled, you know, not washed, <laughs> doo-doo, befouled. doo-doo befouled, fucking, you know, eight-layered yeah. eight yeah. piece of yeah, shit. You have a vest with 42 buttons. And that's that's if you have money. If not, you do just literally throw rags on. Just fucking stand there just buttoning yeah. up this never-ending vest. Now you're, you're walking to go count fucking coins in a, in a cold, damp office or on a, a you know, a <clears throat> harbor somewhere, right? And on the way there— yeah. You're thinking, man, I could go for some food, but the only thing is like an eel pie, you know, and, and boiled chicken and boiled bone broth <laughs> to keep for, for hydration, mind you, not yeah. for fucking. Yeah. And, and you, you know, you get that with your, uh, uh, fuck, lost with your, tooth. <laughs> yeah, a tooth falls out when you take your first bite. Now you've got your, you've got your lid, your kivy, kivy, kidney pie, right? And your mm. shitty bone broth and you're walking and you're just fucking shitty and it's mm. cold. And then someone opens a window, you hear it, and but because you're so fucking hungover and it's 1750, you're angry, you don't pay it the attention you need to, yeah. and out comes a steaming hot pile of that morning's piss and shit <laughs> from three floors up yeah. Yeah. that just cascades. And 
on a lucky morning, doesn't land on you, but lands, <laughs> plops down two feet and splatters your clothes. Yeah, you still got, but you're unconcerned. Morning, yeah, yeah, you're unconcerned with the doo-doo splatter because yeah. you still got four days of other doo-doo splatter. <laughs> and y'all, so you're not even upset. Yeah. Good morning, Mr. Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah, and these are the founding fathers <laughs> that Republicans love to make reference to all the time. What would the founding fathers say? They would say, wow, it smells really nice here. The lack of shit in the streets. Yeah, yeah, but what about automatic weapons? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. It smells amazing here. Is that water? Is that, are you drinking water? What is this black man doing walking around with no attendance? What is the society you've crafted? Is that a woman working? <laughs> Mr. Adams, let me show you a smartphone. No, 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 no. Let me just breathe <laughs> the shitless air. For a moment. Everything comes back. This paper does not have shit on it. This is clean white paper. Not a trace of shit. <laughs> oh. You fucking Bill and Ted go back in time to Everything's bring, just... bring the founding fathers up to finally settle the Second <laughs> Amendment debate, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, well, can we talk about that tomorrow? Because I just want to marvel at how there's no doo-doo on anything. I haven't seen a horse since I've gotten here. <laughs> oh, wonderful times. <laughs> just the smell. I love that. Just the can't get off the... smells. It doesn't Wh stink. Where do you put your shit? I have not seen pee or shit on the ground anywhere. There hasn't been a fist fight in 15 minutes. <laughs> Open your mouth. You have all your teeth. <laughs> what is this? We clearly did something right. <laughs> we clearly did something right. Where's your typhoid infirmary? <laughs> Sir? I'm hungry. Do you have any boiled meats? <laughs> Here, try a cheeseburger. Do you have any bland cornmeal? <laughs> Wow, what times we live in. My clay pipe seems to have broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing. We start, I'd love to do a, a legitimate podcast one day that discusses only that. What the, the myth, the American myth surrounding the founding fathers. It would probably balloon out of yeah. that and become more of like just American myth in general. Mm. But the entirety of American history that people laud and that we celebrate with Facebook posts now mm. and get holidays for, it's all a fucking joke. Mm. The 4th of July being the biggest one, that's my, that's my most favorite. Mm. Yeah, John Adams at the end of that great show says there's nothing as false as modern history except, of course, modern American history because... Mm. We never signed that thing in one day. It took like nine months for that document to be signed. And when they were coming in shit covered, <laughs> mud dusted, and having to sign in a hurry yeah. because there's British people trailing behind them. They had to literally yeah. run in, horseback, sign, and get out because well, they were on the fucking run. There's yeah. no grand scene. Yeah. But the, the, to, to demythalize these guys would take away from the narrative that politicians, that that we live with now, yeah. that are part of the culture. Yeah, yeah. The, but the, I would love to do that. I would love to take <laughs> people down that shit encrusted, you know, Jefferson in yeah. Paris. Oh, even better, Ben Franklin in Paris. That's like, you don't talk about pornography. Yeah, that man was like the original Tommy Guns sit, at eighty. You sit somebody down, like, let me ask you a personal question. As we sit here, do you have any old like liquidy diarrhea stains <laughs> in your underwear at this moment? <laughs> No. Okay, well, John Adams did. 
when he was doing some of the most historical things that you know about John Adams, rest assured, yeah. whatever version of Long John's he was wearing, big Crusted shit stains. shits. Crusted shits. Big shit stains. That's why, you know, there's a, a hark on that. There's a scene where he's in Paris. Remember there's a, two or three episodes where he's in Paris and in Amsterdam, he yeah. almost dies. Yeah. But he's trying to get money. And he's gone for years. Mm, yeah. It's not like today. That's the other concept of like, oh, I'm going to go to Paris. We'll be gone for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Back then, that was like, see you next fucking year. Yeah. If at best. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. See you in two. All right. I'll call you. I'll probably see you in two, yeah. honestly. Don't forget to inoculate our kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What does that mean? You have to scrape some of the disease out of a dead pus and then stick it in them. Yeah. And just hope they don't die. If they come out of it, we'll be good. Anyways, you got that, right? Good All right. With the breast removal. <laughs> I'll be in Holland. They got free. They got legal weed. Over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <we're> <laughs> so he's over there for years, mm-hmm. and then she finally gets passage. The wife, mm-hmm. Abigail. Which, by the way, guys, if you're listening, amazing woman. I, I if you read, if you get a, a niche for history, you find yourself. If you're not married, find yourself an Abigail Adams. But she gets over there. Mm-hmm. And they see each other for the first time in years, mm-hmm. right? This is it, first time in years. Yeah. And they go right to fucking. She comes off a of shit, man. <laughs> like, yeah. just pff, have a bath. Come on. <laughs> like, just let's be real with yeah, this. I have to imagine. Some perfume for a while. Just, I mean, exactly. Like, I just think, I just always think, like, and I know you make fun of me, but if if Lee and I are going to, if we know we're going to have sex, we yeah. do each other a favor. Yeah. Not like the, we improvise and everyone has fun and you, mm-hmm. you do what you have to do. But if you know you're going to have sex, mm. we do each other a favor and take showers, mm. right? You would, that's just, to me, that's like a, a nice, common, everyday married thought. Even not even married. Just like, you yeah. know, if you know you're going to do it and you have access to mm. a shower, mm-hmm. do that. But to, for them, like, to say, like... But you do have that sort of still, I would assume, that spontaneous, we have a moment, neither of us is cleanly, of course. but let's fuck anyway. Yeah, of course. I just, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I led with that. Yeah. You have those two, but when you know, mm. and I have to think, like, they, you know, they write. He couldn't have known. The, I guess that would be like, you wouldn't know the moment. It's yeah. like, you can't land on a ship in the 1700s she, and send a text. She gets off the boat and he's looking at her. He's like, I just took the worst <laughs> shit of my entire life. It definitely <coughs> splattered on the back of my balls. Six dead teeth. This yeah. Is, this is, <laughs> I guess we're going to do this. It's amazing that more people didn't die of like genital infection. <laughs> In that era, <laughs> yeah, because they, they probably did. And, here, and here's a if you if you do enough reading in the history books, you'll see a term that I've never really understood. And I don't. You, I've heard it explained different ways, but it, you'd see someone befell by consumption, mm-hmm. and and that was always so vague because right. it sounds like, I mean, they consume alcohol or they, right. they drink themselves to death or was it. But more often than not, it means, like, consumption. They got ate out from the inside. So it was, like, undefined. Yeah. Right? Um, a nasty bit of tuber- tuberculosis could be written down as consumption. Right. But I've often... <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Maybe someone va- someone's vagina just rotted out from, yeah. the, from the core. Yeah, too many dirty... <laughs> One too many dirty dicks. Yeah. You know, uh, urinary tract infection leads to yeast infection, just leads to vagina infection. Yeah, because back then, the prostitutes had these wonderful nicknames. In the book I read about pirates, there's this most famous prostitute from England showed up in Jamaica, and her her name, for all intents and purposes, was No Conscience Nan. (laughs) 
<laughs> Meaning she do it all. Mm. So there's nothing, and they were saying she was famous for being to yeah. 24 hours a day. She was a turnstile. Like, ew. Her, no, her vagina definitely had consumption at some point. No conscience nan will let you put it in the rear. <laughs> Which in 1750. Yeah. I imagine that novelty. must have been novelty, right? Because yeah. blowjobs, I mean. Whoa, whoa. You, the hole she shits from. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the hole she shits from. The hole she shits from. Okay. I get to. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she have shit. Re- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just, <laughs> come on, let's be honest. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you go to a urinal. You look down, if, if you're wearing boots, you look down and you, you'll you see, even if it's your own pee, you'll see a, a sprinkle of Like, that's a real thing in 2020. You yeah. like, urinals are not 100% splatter-free. You get a little, you hit the sidewall unexpectedly, you get a little splash on your boot. You get a little splash on your pant. That happens to everybody today. Yeah. In that era, like, the amount of urine just on everyone. <laughs> Just there. Like if you're if you're a woman and you gave birth last year and you have some incontinence issues where you, and you pee when you laugh and you got twenty layers to take off before you go find the nearest hole to squat over. <laughs> like how many women were just peeing themselves in the 1700s because they couldn't get the, the layers <coughs> off in time? Mm. It's it's something. Mm. But you think that the uh, the mob killed the whole Soprano family? I don't know. I, I've ended that thing in so many different ways. It just when that show comes to an end, it seems like that New York and New Jersey have come to a come to an agreement. Like fill that out of the picture, everybody can get back to work. And I just have I've always wondered like why kill Tony after you've done that? What's the um, upside to killing? I Tony would say now? I would hark back to when they were going to kill Carmine Lupertazzi and the, about the Esplanade deal. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, Carmine finally does acquiesce, and they make a legitimate deal with Tony. Right. But only after Johnny Sack had quietly contracted to have Carmine put down right. with Tony's people. Mm-hmm. So then Chris says to him, so I guess that's off. Or Tony says to John, so I guess that's off. Mm-hmm. And John says, and I quote, some things have a momentum of their own. Mm. Meaning, No. So I don't see it being any different than saying, all right, we got this Tony um, Phil thing out of the way. This little stupid war is over, mm-hmm. but Tony's been an issue for a while, so some things have a momentum of their own. It would be easier to clip both to kill Tony and Phil and mm-hmm. deal with some more some new people. Yeah. Because the whole time, I mean, they basically say the Sopranos are a glorified crew. I don't ever think it. Yeah. The right person saying, I've had enough Doesn't in New York. Doesn't make you wonder, in the absence of Tony... Sills in a coma. Uh, Chris is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby's dead. Those the, those are the immediate you know go tos you would think. All of a sudden, there's one wing tipped, white haired dude. Can you imagine fucking Polly Walnuts leading the leading the family? He would acquiesce to New York if you if Get you run if, if you run it down if you if you were being serious if you, and you just did if you run it down. And they would say who would get at least next in line. They would look for acquiescence. They, they're not. New York would not look to replace somebody like a Tony with Tony. Well, who's running New York now? The little guy, looking two directions, or the fat dude next to him with the glasses? Because like those are the only two New York crew guys. The little guy, I love that little guy. He plays. Yeah, he's, he's in, in Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he's. I mean, I could see him doing it. I well, suppose. we can do this on the next pod, but sadly, the time is up for this week's competition. Let's ramp. W F U C K. Ninety-seven point five. We got traffic and weather. We got the coronavirus update from non-listener Sean. That's sports with Skip Modavers. Anyway, here's the cranberries. Oh my life. Holla. <laughs>